0: Good morning, welcome to Lighthouse Church Online. Thank you for joining us this morning. We've got a wonderful worship coming up with the band and we've also got a wonderful message from Pastor Quay. So stick around and have a listen to that and then I'll catch you afterwards and give you an opportunity to to let you know what's happening at the Lighthouse and how you can get involved. A couple of really quick things to tell you about that we've got coming up. Um, We're starting midweek worship Have a look out for the date of that one, that's on a Tuesday night, 22nd, that one begins, it's going to be a worship night, and they're going to be amazing. So you're going to want to come and attend those in person, you're welcome to do so. Also really excited about Junior Hangout, which is starting on the 25th of February. You know we have the Hangout, which is every Friday, and that is for secondary school age, Well, we're starting a Junior Hangout for the primary school age, and that will be half four till six on a Friday evening I tell you there's so much more um, that's going on Lighthouse is an incredibly busy church um, I'm going to hand you over to the worship now and uh, let's just pray Heavenly Father I thank you that your Holy Spirit is here helping us Lord help us to engage with you in worship in prayer and as we listen to the message that you have for us today thank you Jesus and God bless you and I'll see you in a bit
1: Are you with me? Are you with me? Come on! Let's lift those hands this morning and we're gonna praise him, yes? Come on!
2: Let's
1: declare it this morning. darkness run for cover Come on, lift those hands But the miracle that I just can't get over My name is registered in heaven I believe in signs and wonders I have resurrection power Yes, I do Still the miracle that I just can't get over Registered in heaven, all oh, my praise belongs
2: to you forever. Come on. This is my testimony from death to life. Christ, grace rewrote my story. I'm testified by Jesus Christ, the righteous. I'm justified. This is my testimony. This is my testimony.
1: Sons and daughters. with blood and washed in water.
2: The God of the Mountain. Come on, Chuck! And the God of the Mountain. You Uh-huh. long <laughs>
3: Good
4: morning, church. Wow, we've raised the hallelujah to the Lord. Just to let you know, it's just me here. I was also there. That's so cool. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Anyway, this morning, um, uh, before I go into the message this morning, I'd like for us to pray. I'd like to use this song, and it makes people giggle a lot, but anyway, there's a song that says, we need to pray just to make it today. Oh, yeah, we pray. Pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning. We just want to thank you because it is all about you. It is not about me, but it's all about you. Let your name be praised today, Lord. Let your name be worshipped. Let your word come the way you want it to come across to your church, Lord. Not the way I've prepared for this word, but the way you want it to be relayed to your church. The way you want your church to absorb this word. The way you want your church to to have an understanding and a revelation and, and, and a knowledge of what you're trying to say to us today. We say to you, Satan, the blood of Jesus Christ is against you. The Bible says if we resist you, you will flee. We therefore resist you as a church today. Whatever you've planned or plotted against the church, against the word of God today, against this message today, we rebuke you and we resist you in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord, be exalted in your church, Lord. As this word comes forth, Lord, let Jesus be seen through the word. Let your word come alive. The Bible says that you became flesh. Let that word become flesh. And let that word, let your Holy Spirit bring an understanding of your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We just sang a song that says we're raising hallelujah. That's very important. So this morning I'm concluding on the message I started last year. That seems like way, way, way. (laughs) Anyway, it's titled Ask for Me and My House. I don't know if, if you remember the message, just give me a wave of hand. If you're home, just give me a wave of hand, although I can't see you, but that's fine. So this morning, I'm concluding on this, um, on the book of Joshua, chapter 24. And it says, Then Joshua assembled all the tribe of Israel at Shechem. He summoned the elders, the leaders, the judges, the officials of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. Joshua said to all the people, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Long ago, your forefathers, including Terah, the father of Abraham, and Nahal, lived beyond the river and worshipped other gods. But I, but I took your father Abraham from the land beyond the river and led him throughout Canaan and gave him many descendants. I gave him Isaac. And to Isaac I gave Jacob, and to Esau I assigned the hill country of Seir to Esau. But Jacob and his sons went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I afflicted the Egyptians by what I did there. And I brought you out. When I brought brought your fathers out of Egypt, you came to the sea and the egyptians pursued them with chariots and horsemen as far as the red sea but they cried to the lord for help and he put darkness between you and the egyptians he brought the sea he brought the sea over them and covered them you saw with your own eyes what i did to the egyptians then you lived in the desert for a long time I brought you to the land of the Amorites who lived east of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I gave them into your hands. I destroyed them from before you, and you took possessions of their land. When Balak's son took possess- when Balak's son, when Balak's son of Zippor, the king of Moab, prepared to fight against Israel, he sent for Balaam. He sent for Balaam, son of Boah, to put a curse on you. But I would not listen to Balaam. So he blessed you again and again, and I delivered you out of his hands. 11. Then you crossed the Jordan and came to Jericho. The citizens of Jericho fought against you, as did also the Amorites, Perizzites. The Canaanites, the Hittites, the Gigasites, the Hevites, the, the Jebusites, the Parasites. Well, I was just trying to get your attention there. <laughs> that means you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say, which he drove them out before you. Also, the two Amorite kings, you did not do it with your own sword and bow, but I gave you a land on which you did not toil and cities you did not build, and you lived in them, and ate from vineyards and olive groves that you did not plant. Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your forefathers worshipped beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord is undesirable to you, Then, choose you this day whom you will serve. And he goes on to say in verse 16, Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord, to serve other gods. Now, this is very interesting because the children of Israel are very good at making promises. If you read the book of Judges, you find out, oh, we will not do this. And God says, um, just go back and talk to my people again and see if they will change. And they come back and repent and, they repent and they pray for forgiveness. And the next few minutes, they go back into the sins again and again and again and again. So if you have time, just read the book of Judges. It's this very interesting drama going on there between God and the children of Israel. Now Joshua was about to give his last statement, his last sermon, I must
3: say. And it's interesting that he
4: called all the stakeholders and all every single person together to hear this. Because sometimes I believe that we tend to forget who we are or what we are or what we do or what we've been created to do. We've been created to worship. And we find ourselves either worshiping our money, worshipping our looks, worshipping clothes, worshipping uh, social media pages, worshipping things that, you know, falls between you and God. And Joshua at this juncture has said to them, look, people, you should remember this. He started by giving them a history of how they came to be. God took Abraham from where he lived, which is a very, very difficult situation to find this out. If God says, okay, um, okay you leave um, Littleport and, and just, just follow me. Now, first thing for us, I was like, okay, um, I need to check the sat-nav to know what direction I'm going to, which is the present day time now. But Abraham didn't ask for any of those. This is what I call, he just sheepishly followed God's instruction. How many of us are able to do that at this time? Several times God has spoken to you, has spoken to me, and has spoken to us about many things. Oh, just do this. Oh, oh, yeah, but um, um, I, I have this, 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 this thing to do. And Joshua is saying to these people, who do you place first? Are you going to place yourself first, or are you going to place God first?
3: Now, he just started by saying that
4: He's as for, as for me and now, what is a house where you live with your, with your partner or with your children, with your parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles? That's, that's your house, a place that accommodates you. A structure, it can be how many stories tall, how many stories wide, you know, a structure that can accommodate you, keep you away from cold, from rain. From, from the harshness of the sun. Now, but when we talk about a family, family comprises of, well, a father, a mother, children, grown-ups, aunties, uncles, pets. Now, you have all this as part of your family. Now, Joshua has made a very interesting um, point here, saying, I don't know what you guys are I don't know how you take this whole thing I have said to you. But to be honest, you've all witnessed this every day of your life where God has placed you and where you are right now. Because to be honest, where you are right now is not where you've, you were meant to be. But his grace, his grace has taken you through so many journeys, through so many storms, so many afflictions. And his grace is still carrying you through. That sometimes we human beings, we tend to abuse the word grace. Oh, I'll just do that. I'll just go to God and ask God for forgiveness. He'll forgive me. But we we'll forget what the Bible says: that that we will make, we'll give an account of every good thing and every bad thing that we've done. And Paul said that: should we continue in sin, that grace may abound. The Bible says, "God forbid," which means don't take grace for granted. It's been freely
3: given to us. Fine. I
4: was heading to work the other day and, um, and I had this moment of road rage. How many of you have had a road rage before? Oh, just me then. That's fine. Anyway, so <laughs> I got in the car and I will just talk. This is the second time I had a road rage. I think the first time I was in the car and I had a road rage and I had Janet in the car. Like, Oh dear, I've messed up right now. Anyway, So she said to me, "Do you realize that that person you're talking to can't even hear you, one. Two, you don't know how that person has woken up this morning. Three, you don't know where if that person is, is, is comfortable where they are right now. And you're just here, just saying, please drive, 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 drive. And that kind of humbled me, though. And I tried to stop road raging. It's not like I've completely stopped, though. Because sometimes you're on the road driving and somebody's doing 30 on a 50-mile road. <laughs> want to go home. <laughs> so, none of us are above sin. At that point, I just said to myself, God, I'm so sorry. I, I've messed up again. Now, we all find ourselves in this situation every now and then. But the thing is, how do you and I leave, this, leave out this message? This, As for me and my family, how do we leave it out? How do we live our lives so that people see us as as who God wants us to be? The Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Nobody has the power to condemn you because you have been saved by the blood of the Lamb. And the Bible says that the blood of Jesus speaks better things, better things than than the blood of Abel. So just the blood of Jesus has the power. Not just to deliver you, not just to save you, but it has the power to restore, to renew, to regenerate your mind to what God wants it to be.
3: I'll just read this. I said, but as for me and my house,
4: the contrasting word here is but, the word but. But He says, It gives the sense that Joshua was determined on this course no matter what. So how determined are you and me to live that life, to live that attitude, to live that that ungodliness in us and, 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 and live the life that God wants us to live? How determined are we? Joshua said, look, people, I am determined whether my family likes it or not. I am determined that we will serve the Lord. There are so many of you seated here today that your grandparents have prayed you into where you are today. Your parents have prayed you into where you are today. Your friends, your Christian friends prayed you into where you are today. You never had any idea or clue that you will find yourself in church one day or let alone getting to know who Jesus is. But he has given each and every one of us the opportunity to do what he
3: wants us to do. And that is where we have the word choice. He chose to.
4: He chose to be different. Do you choose to be part of the bandwagon? Or do you just choose to be different, to be unique? The Bible says in the, in, in the book of Peter that you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. You've been called out of darkness into his, into his light. We're doing the, um, this um, Bible in a year. The thing is that it is also the same thing as being determined. Reader tells yourself that, look, I want to carry on with this to be able to equip myself to know better what the Bible says about my situation. And it's not just about living that Bible. It's it's not just about reading it, but it's living the life out. Let people see it.
3: His relationship with God was not based on any man.
4: This is Joshua's relationship. But on the Lord. And he will serve God no matter what anyone else did. He was determined. But I bet a lot of us here are determined to do something really crazy. But why did not you try that crazy thing for God? Yeah, try something crazy for God and you get the right attention. But if you do something that's not crazy, you get the wrong attention from the public. And everybody's like, oh, he, 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 he says he's a Christian. Look at what he's doing. They're very quick at saying that, though. People are very quick at just dropping that bump on you. Anyway, it goes on to say, Joshua's decision meant hesitation
3: was gone. Sometimes God speaks
4: to us and says, look, that person there needs to hear the word. That person there needs to be prayed for. (laughs) Oh, God, really me? No, 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 no. No, you're talking to the wrong person, God, not me. And that person just goes. And that opportunity just just goes. And that's that person completely losing the fact that God has said to you, you need to speak to this person. But we forget sometimes, or we forget all the time, that when God tells you to do something, He gives you the ability to do it, He gives you the boldness to do it, He gives you the skills and the talents to do it. He doesn't just tell you, Oh, go go speak to that person about me. No, he sets the atmosphere and environment right for you. So he just goes ahead of you, and you know what? And just makes it right. So all you need to do, is just go there and just say the word, and off you go. The Holy Spirit just picks up from there and just transforms the person's life. So when next God says to you, look, you need to pray for that person, or you need to speak to that person, please do not hesitate. Just say, Lord, just give me... The boldness to go. He's already given to you the boldness, but all he wants you to do, just take the first step. That's all he wants you to do, just take the first step. And when you take the first step, then everything just flows, just flows like a river. And you find out that you finish talking to that person or praying for that person, and you will come away from that situation and say to yourself, what really just happened? That's because God spoke through you and not you speaking through yourself to the person. And that's how he works. And he goes on to say that Joshua's decision meant he lived above the evil influence of others. Who is influencing you?
3: Are you influencing yourself? I ask myself the same
4: question. Are we being influenced by things happening around us? News media, print media, the books we read, the things we listen to, the things we give attention to. Are we being influenced by these things? Or are we being influenced by the power of the Holy Spirit? The Bible says that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That is, the Holy Spirit resides in you, not outside of you, inside of you. Many times the Holy Spirit is telling you, do this, do that, do this. Like, oh, I, I think my mind is playing games on me. Or playing tricks on me. Joshua's decision was
3: deep, it was calm, it was fixed. He was well-grounded and solemnly made.
4: Those words are very strong, though. This was a very deep decision. It's just like what the lepers did. In, um, I can't remember the book right now. The lepers said to themselves that if we stay here, we will die. If we stay here, we'll die. We better make a decision to move. And the lepers left that, that, that place where they, where they were. Because they wanted a change. So many of us have made resolutions this year. Oh, I want to do this. I want to exercise more. I want to eat more healthy. I want to sleep better. I want to read more. I want to study more. But you ask yourself, if I take a pie chart of what you've just said, of the decisions you've made at the beginning of the year, where does God fall into that pie chart? Or better still, what percentage have you assigned to your time with God? Now, you do know that while I'm talking to you, I'm also talking to myself. So I'm not just dropping the bomb on you, I'm also dropping the bomb on myself.
3: It was calm, it was clear, it was fixed. He had his mind made up.
4: His decision was openly made. When people come to give their life to Christ, it is open. They don't, they don't come hiding. Oh, please, I want you to pray for me. I want to give my life. To God. No, it's something of pride. You need to be proud of yourself. That Man, check me out. I'm a child of God, man. And it is, it is something of a joy. The other day I was, um, I was talking to my colleagues, and I like to talk to my colleagues about God. I'm not ashamed to, to do it. God has given me the grace to do it, and I don't want to miss the opportunity. Um, so I was just talking to them. It's not. Don't get me wrong. I don't take my employer's time for granted. So I was just talking to them about. Um, they, they asked me a, a question about. Um, gosh, about about my religion, about Christianity. Like you know, you have rules and regulations. I'm like, no, you don't have rules and regulations. Christ did not come to give us rules of regulation. The Bible is not a a rule book. The Bible is the heart and the mind of Christ. God poured out his heart for us to know and understand what his heart is saying to every situation. And while I was being asked that question, I was muttering some prayers under my breath, saying, Lord, just give me wisdom on how to answer this question, because I can go off tangent answering answering it the, um, the wrong way around. Joshua's decision
3: was earnestly carried out.
4: When we make decisions like this, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let it be our go-to statement every day, every minute, every hour of this year. That as for me and my house, before you leave your house in the morning, when you have your prayers in the morning, just say to yourself, Lord, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord.
3: We don't, we don't care how difficult the statement is. But the Bible says that what things whatever we say
4: into his ears, whatever we desire, that when we ask, and we will receive. So you're making this confession. You know what they say about habit, that it takes six weeks to, to get into a bad habit or to get into a habit. And it takes forever to break the habit. So when you and I go make this decision or make this confession, it becomes a habit and it becomes rooted. And people wonder why your kids are so uniquely different and why you're so uniquely different. They do not realize that there are some, some serious confession you've been making over you and your family, over you and your loved ones. So don't be discouraged that, oh, my son is not, has, doesn't want to have anything to do with Christ or my daughter doesn't want to have anything to do with Christ, or my husband or my wife doesn't want to have anything to do with Christ. As long as you're praying, God does answer prayers. They will come to God when, God has, when the time is right. Not your own timing, but his own timing. Before I conclude, it says Joshua's decision was kept throughout his whole life. This is what I call a generational covenant. He made a covenant that will save his home, save his family, save his generation forever. And this is what you and I need to do. What prayer do you say over your children? What names do you call your children? Please stop calling your children monkey. Please stop calling your children trouble. The Bible says that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Stop calling your children trouble. Here comes trouble. Your child is not in trouble. Your child's name is not trouble. God has given you that child as a gift, as a blessing. Not trouble. Your child is not a monkey. God did not create your child as a monkey. When he created monkey, he said to Adam, what do you call this animal? Adam said, you're monkey. Adam didn't say, didn't call your child monkey. God gave Adam the power to name the animals in the garden. God didn't name the animals. He gave man the power to name the animals. So that just tells you how powerful your words are. You call your child trouble, and every day that child gives you trouble, and you begin to wonder why your prayers are not being answered. Because you keep confessing the same word over that child every day. Why don't you change your word? Why don't you just say, you're blessed, child? I'll tell you a story. When my children drive me really mad, instead of raising my voice, I say, you're just blessed, child. It is difficult to say, to be honest, but I just say it. Because I can say that, some other thing that would just destroy their life and future. I'm their father, yes, but I'm their caretaker, yeah. But God is their father.
3: But what do you say? What do you say to yourself?
4: God has not created you to be, to have low self-esteem. God has not created you to be, to be poor, to be sick, to be, to be down. The Bible says, if a man falls down, say to him, there is lifting up. That's why the Bible is the mind of Christ. There is answer to every single thing in this world. The answer is here.
3: The answer is here. That's the much I can say to you. We make excuses over so many
4: things God wants us to do. But it is time for you and I to you know, shove that excuses away and just face the music and just do what God has called us to do. We have been bought with a price. Let us showcase that prize to the world. Let us make the world know that we, we can change situations. If the country is going through chaos, all you and I need to do is just speak the word. If your family is going, is going through a lot of problems, all you need to do is just call the name of the Lord. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There is a calling and there is a saving. So if you don't call, there is no saving. Don't just go saying, oh, my family is shattered. My family has this problem. Oh, my family. No. Just turn around, face the
3: wall, and just speak the word.
4: And you will see things turning around. So in conclusion, I'll say, we all have to make up our our mind based on what we think is right. Perhaps this is the big question we need to ask
3: ourselves. However, there is a question
4: that needs an answer. And that question is, who do you serve people? Who would you serve people? Who do you think you are going to
3: serve people?
4: That's a big question.
3: And if you haven't given your life to Christ, people,
4: this is an opportunity for you to do that. I have not come to say words that will please you or please me. I have just come to say what God has put in my mouth to say. And like I said during the prayer that, Lord, let me say what you want me to say and not what I want to say.
3: So this morning, I will pray. And if you'd like to give your life to Christ, please do not hesitate. And while I make this prayer,
4: Please do it with all excitement. Do it with all excitement. Heavenly Father, we just thank you this morning.
3: Lord, we thank you because you know the end from the beginning. As a church, Lord, we want to
4: serve you, we want to serve you with our lives with our homes, with our relationship, with our marriage. We want to serve you with our children. We want to serve you with our jobs, with our career, with our futures, with our destiny. We want to serve you, Lord, with every single thing you've given to us, Lord. Father, we just pray that as we go through this week, Jesus, that we will have this message that Joshua has said in the book of Joshua, chapter 24. That as for me and my house, as for me and my family, as for me and my job, as for me and my career, as for me and my health, as for me and my marriage, as for me and my children, born or yet unborn, we will serve the Lord. We will serve you, Lord, as a church. This church, Lord, we will serve you, Lord, all the days of our lives and your name will be glorified. Can I please ask you all to raise your right hand up?
3: And can I ask you please to say this prayer with me? Lord, Lord, with my hands lifted up to you, we make this solemn promise to you, Jesus, that as for me and my house,
4: we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve you, Lord. No matter what,
3: you are God. You will be God
4: in every situation, in every circumstance that comes my way. You will be God and you will be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, we just pray for as many that want to give their life to Christ this morning. We just pray for their hearts, Lord. We just ask that, Lord, you will, you will show them love, mercy, and kindness. Father, you are the God of love. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Father, you died for us even while we were wallowing in, in our terrible sins and, and things that are not right before you. We therefore ask you, Lord Jesus, Bring salvation to the souls, Lord, that have
3: decided to give their life to you. We well, thank
4: you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you've if you've made that prayer to give your life to Christ, please, um, you can speak to one of the pastors or you can come to me. Or you can speak to any of the um, church workers and, and they'll pray with you too. God bless you, church. Thank you.
0: Hey, wonderful message there. Thank you, Pastor Cray. Hope you all enjoyed that and engaged with that. I want to give you an opportunity to give into the work of the Lighthouse Church. On your screen, there should be a link there. You can give to Lighthouse at Lighthouse Ely, and you can follow there for uh, make a donation and contribute towards the work that goes on here. Please do catch up with us on all our social media platforms. Just look for at Lighthouse Ely. And if you want to subscribe to our newsletter, um, we can do that weekly. Uh, I send you an e-bulletin that comes through weekly. Just send us your email address and we can do that. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Take care.